also a good friend of the program, 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman Banks, good afternoon to you, sir. Hey, Pat. Good to be with you. Yep. Good to have you. Um, so just a lot of stuff going on in and around Washington. Um, I, I, You know, <laughs> somebody said, uh, well, it took so long to get uh, the speaker the, the everything that he needed. And McCarthy took him 15 rounds of votes. It's going to be a long time. It's going to take something pretty big uh, to take this off of uh, off the front page of the papers. Well, I think maybe the president helped him out because you better believe it. I mean, I mean, this has got to be like the hottest topic. These these documents showing up from the the vice president's well, his home, his garage, his beachfront. I mean, it's it's amazing that he had all this stuff out there. Yeah, I've always said the Bidens are the most corrupt family ever to live in the White House. So why would we be surprised? He has classified documents boxed up in his garage with his Corvette that, by the way, happens to be where Hunter Biden is living. Never forget, Hunter Biden was taking millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party out of Russia, Yep, businesses and corrupt businesses in Ukraine. And uh, you just sort of see see all of this happening at the same time that Biden was beating up on President Trump. When, remember when the FBI ra- raided Mar-a-Lago in an unprecedented way for documents? We still don't know what those documents are. Some of us believe that they were simply letters between President Trump and Kim, Kim Jong-un that he wanted to store for his presidential library. And all the while, while he was beating up on President Trump and, and calling for him to be investigated and calling him irresponsible, what, what Joe Biden was doing was even worse. Yeah. And you see the two sets of, of, uh, of rules for Biden and the Obamas and the Clintons, and then the different set of rules for Trump and, and the rest of us, and you get a sense of why so, so many people around here are frustrated. You know, I, I, I see a lot of Fox News, as you might imagine, but I can't tell you, over the last couple of days, so many Fox reporters, even some CNN and Newsmax people, in the halls of Congress, where we often see, you know, they try to get somebody when they're coming out of a certain meeting, I have never seen big-name Democrats run away from reporters as much as I've seen in the last two days. They don't want to talk to anybody about anything. They can't defend him. They can't defend him this time. I mean, it's just it's absurd. It's hypocritical. It's reckless on his part. Never forget, by the way, uh, Pat, that the president of the United States has the power to declassify documents. Yep. The vice president does not have that power. So those documents that were taken and stored, some of which were at the the Biden Center, which, by the way, was funded by something like $50 million from the Chinese Communist From China. As well. so, yeah, to which the University uh, of Pennsylvania said, what? <laughs> Chinese money, what? <laughs> you can't make it up. You talk about last week, though, by the way, Pat, I mean, I, I, I've been saying the last couple of days, if I'm ever told I have one week to live, I want to go live through 15 consecutive votes for Speaker of the House. It's <laughs> one of the longest weeks I've ever lived through on Capitol Hill. That's saying a lot. Yeah. But the the outcome of it was healthy. We're in a we're in a united place as a Republican conference. Uh, we're already delivering on what we promised we would do. We we set up the Select Committee on China this week. We passed a bill today that stops selling the strategic oil reserves to China. And by the way, something like half of the Democrats voted against it. I don't know how they justify voting against that. Apparently they believe it's okay to continue selling our strategic oil reserves to our biggest adversary. But we're already, we, we passed a bill yesterday, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act to save babies from yep. botched abortions. Yep, we just talked about it. Every Democrat voted against it. So we're doing what we said we would do. We're off to a, a good start after we got the 
the speaker vote behind us last week, and and uh, we're, we're rolling up our sleeves and getting to work. Yeah, you know this this Born Alive Act we we were just talking about over the last half hour, Congressman. And the thing that gets me that just amazes me we've always heard all along my body, my choice. Okay, well once this baby is born alive, even if it's through a botched abortion and that child is living, isn't it that child's body and that child's life? I don't understand how my body, my life. Uh, gives you the claim that you can decide whether or not the kid lives. Yeah, I, this is maybe the, the the single bill that I've seen in Congress that I I just can't. I can try to explain why Democrats do some of the things that they do and support bills and legislation and laws that they do. I can't explain. I can't. I can't fathom how a Democrat can justify their vote to vote against a bill that would save the life of a baby after a botched abortion. It doesn't, it's unfathomable to me that anybody would vote against that. Well, if, if the child was born naturally, um, if, if the, if the mother had the baby home a week or two later and she decided, man, I'm not up for this. I'm just, and she denied the kid food or she did something wrong to the baby and it ended up causing the child's death. Would she not be arrested and charged with murder of that baby? A- absolutely. Uh, it's just, it's it's uh, it's stunning to me. I mean, this is a uh, and the reason that this legislation is needed because there have been instances and in cases where babies were killed after a botched abortion. So yep. that's why the Born Alive Infant Protection Act is an important bill, an important piece of legislation. I'm glad it's the first pro-life bill that we passed. I, I, I hope we do a whole lot more after that. I mean, you know, next week is the March for Life. I'm looking forward to being there, yep. both in Washington and at the one in Fort Wayne. Very important, as you know, an important issue to me. But this isn't really about abortion. This is about the life of a baby who is actually who is born right. after a botched abortion. I, right. I don't I, again. I, I don't know how a Democrat can can explain voting against it, but every every Democrat did. Yeah, which is it? It, it is stunning to me. I mean, literally stunning to me. Uh, I, I don't understand. Jerry Nadler, uh, you know Suzanne uh, Bonamici claiming that it's dangerous for infants, that it's an extreme bill. Schumer says that, you know, instead of joining Democrats to condemn all political violence, you chose to chose to push your extreme anti-choice agenda. The choice of the mother to not have the baby was already made. That's already done. Yeah. This is a child yeah. that somehow miraculously, hand of God, call it whatever you want, survived the procedure. This whole thing, my body, my choice, this doesn't apply anymore. Yeah, I, I it, it just it's so fundamental. I, 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 I doubt that the bill we passed the bill out of the House. I doubt the Senate, led by Chuck Schumer and the Democrats, is going to take it up. But I, I, again, I don't know how they justify not passing it out of the Senate and sending it to President Biden's desk. I doubt he would sign it. He's the most pro-abortion president that we've ever had in American history as well. So I'm not holding my breath. But it's such an important piece of legislation. It's why. We got to win the Senate majority in 2024. We got to win back the White House in 2024, so we can pass bills like this one. While the radical Democrat uh, left um, left-wing socialists in this country are trying to push us down a path where it's okay for these babies to be killed after a botched abortion. You know, you talk about the president and his stand. Just look to his vice president, and part of what she said, she said the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. Now, get this says any infant born alive following an abortion attempt or that survives the abortion is a, quote, legal person for all purposes under the laws of the United States. 
Well, yeah. What's what's shocking to you about that, Kamala? Yeah, I, 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 it, it, it's baffling how they even talking about talk about it. Just completely dismissive of the point, and you know, I, uh, uh, the life life matters, and and uh, you know that that the Republican Party today, more than at any point in my life, is unified on this on this important issue, on these important issues. So, well, and, and I and I think. I think with the uh, Northeast Indiana walk coming up, I think with the National Walk for Life coming up, I think the timing is perfect to get this front and center. And I think everybody needs to be screaming to everybody what it is these people have said about this bill. Most Americans, I guarantee, most Americans, Congressman, are not even aware of this. Probably not. I mean, the the media isn't going to tell you. The the left-wing mainstream media is not going to tell you about it. Yeah. Again, because they can't explain it either. Yeah. No, you're exactly correct. Hey, real quick before I let you go, again, we're talking to 3rd District Congressman Jim Banks. Congressman, you brought up China a while ago. Um, you've been appointed to the China Select Committee. What is that committee? What is it that you hope that this committee is able to achieve here in the coming months and the next couple of years? Well, I haven't been appointed to it yet, at least not that I know of. Um, I want to be a part. I was a part of the China Task Force that Kevin McCarthy set up. A few years ago, if you remember, Dem- Pelosi and the Democrats, it was going to be completely bipartisan. Pelosi and the Democrats pulled all the Democrats off of it, and only Republicans participated with it. And I was yeah. a leader in that effort. So we actually passed the bill, though, this week to set up the select committee, the first time in American history that the Congress, um, uh, the Republican majority in the Congress, identifies China as our biggest threat, and the committee will develop a whole-of-government strategy and approach to combat the threat of our biggest adversary. So this is really important. I think it's going to be a legacy of this Congress and this majority. And uh, as a member of the Armed Services Committee, Education Committee, and participating on some of these uh, China task forces in the past, I look forward to being a big part of it. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be, I think it will be a very standalone group. I think it'll be a standalone issue, just like people on the left uh, make ridiculous claims and ridiculous reasons for why they vote on the life of a child that survived an abortion, and why would we want to let it live? It's going to be interesting to see how these same people rattle the rocks around in their head and try to come up with some logical reason why we should stand uh, and support China. Because all of this is going to happen, Congressman, and if we don't get a handle on China, there are some other little island nations there near China they are going to get gobbled up in the near future. I'm not sure that we have anybody in the White House that would stand in the way. Yeah, uh, that's exactly right. We got we have to change what's going on in the White House. We have the weakest, most pro-China president that we've ever had as well in Joe Biden. Yeah. And uh, never forget that Hunter Biden was taking money from our biggest adversary. And never forget that, that he was giving, take it, skimming 10% off the top to give to the big guy. The big guy. The big guy is. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I want to be. I want to be the big guy in this Congress and hold him accountable for it. All right, there you go, Congressman. Listen, thank you so very, very much. Uh, Look forward to seeing and talking to you again soon. Always appreciate you being with us uh, every Thursday here on the program, and we'll do it again next week. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Pat. Have a good day. Podcasts by Federated Media.